Hi, beautiful people. Welcome back to the Aphrodite Energy Podcast. This is your host, Samantha. Thank goodness I'm finally starting to feel better. Um, Two weeks of being sick right after Thanksgiving was not fun and obviously getting ready for the holidays for Christmas. So finally feeling a a little bit back to normal. And I pulled a card for the listeners from the Believe in Your Own Magic Oracle deck by Amanda Lovelace. And the card that I pulled was number one, princess, you can be your own knight. And the description in the book is, you may be in a dire situation you need escaping from. Rest assured, you have the power within to persevere. You already know you don't need to be rescued by a charming prince or a chivalrous knight in shining armor. You've got your own shield and sword and God help anyone who thinks they can do a better job. So this is a good card, usually is a good card um, for whatever podcast I am doing that day. And uh, today we are doing episode five, and this is going to be on abuse, Um, abuse in all forms. So again, a little bit of a trigger warning. I like to just throw that out there. Um, I'm going to be talking about abuse that I've dealt with and just abuse in all forms, mental, physical, emotional, sexual um, and the difference between all of them and how any form of abuse is abuse. Uh, so a little bit about each one I've gone through. Um, so with physical abuse, I mean, I can't say that I was like very physically abused. I wasn't like beat by any of my significant others or especially my parents or anything like that. Um, I, have been, uh, I've had my throat, um, held down and I've been pushed and things like that and getting into arguments with my significant other at the time and, you know, blocking the door, uh, not letting me leave, things like that. Those are all physical. If you're not letting somebody leave, you're physically keeping them in a room. That is a form of physical abuse. Even if your hands are not on me, um, if I can't escape from the situation, or uh, like I said, I've had hands put around my throat, around my neck. Um, These were all instances where my ex um, was drinking or doing drugs, and uh, we would get into arguments. And um, yeah, it just went too far. and, And I don't have, you know, the scars to prove I was physically abused. Like I said, I wasn't beat up to the point of bruises or things like that, but any type of physical um, confrontation that involves your hands on me or my hands on you, that is physical abuse. Uh, What I dealt with a lot more was more of the mental and emotional um, sides of abuse, not so much the physical. That was only one relationship that I was ever in that turned into a little bit of a physical altercations a couple times. Um, But that relationship was a lot more emotional and mental. Um, So I guess we'll go now. We'll talk a little bit about the sexual abuse. Um. Sexual abuse, I had a couple different instances. Uh, I was sexually abused by um, a family member. And again, it wasn't like the extreme sexual abuse. I was never um, 
it never went too far. It was little touches here and there inappropriately. And um, at one point, again, I guess this would have gone more into like the physical, but it he um, blocked a doorway from me getting out of the bathroom and um, kind of made me feel like he was going to hold me in there. And obviously that is traumatizing when you're around. Oh gosh, I was probably 13, probably between the ages of 11 and 13 or so. Um, So when you get that uncomfortable feeling around someone that is supposed to be a a figure, you know, an older figure to you and a family member, um, well, family member by marriage, I guess you could say, not by um, an actual, it it wasn't blood related to me. And uh, thank goodness I didn't have to see him often. I would only see him um, during summers and things. So I'm not going to name any names in this. I'm going to be a little vague. I don't think it's necessary. And anytime I use names in the podcast, it's always, um, unless I've gotten permission from that person, it's always going to be a uh, fictional name. So not their actual name, just to keep privacy reasons. Um, But again, any type of abuse doesn't have to be like what you see on TV. Um, I was never, you know, raped. I was never... um, penetrated um but it was the the touching and inappropriateness and um let's play a game in the pool and you know things like that and then next thing you know hands are not where they should be so I've dealt with that um I think that you know uh sexual abuse can also come in forms of even with your significant other um it's kind of a hard topic to talk about because a lot of people don't think that your significant other can uh, sexually abuse you, but I definitely believe they can. Um, I think that when you trust so trust so much uh, or have so much trust in your significant other um, to not hurt you in those ways, but if I am not interested in being intimate and you force me to by um, physically for- forcing yourself onto me, or if you are telling me verbally, I mean, I guess this can go with the verbal abuse, um, but if you're telling me that you can find elsewhere and you'll go elsewhere because you're a certain age and you're, you know, you're 23 years old. And if- so that's, that's obviously hard, but I... I think that a lot of people don't realize that you can actually be abused by your significant other, um, which happens often. Uh, I think it happens a lot more than people realize or that people think of. They think that you can just be sexually abused by other people. I mean, if you married someone, they're not going to sexually abuse you, but that's totally not true. Um, Again, I've had instances where I was both verbally abused into, you know, sexual situations, but I was also sexually, you know, um, traumatized. I had a, a, a situation where I was leaving this person at the time and sleeping on the couch and they were drinking and they came on to me, like, literally physically came on top of me and... um 
you know, had intercourse with me and I cried the whole time. And that's traumatizing to think about now. And again, a lot of people don't realize that that is actual sexual abuse. Um, So those are my sexual experiences. Uh, Again, I wouldn't say, you know, I was walking in the woods and got raped by someone I didn't know. Those are not experiences I had, but sexual abuse can come in all different forms. Um, So going off of that a little bit about the verbal abuse, uh, verbal is a very, very difficult abuse to get over. Um, I hear repeating things all the time in my head that are triggers. Um, You know, I was, anytime I would cry, um, when I was with a specific person, anytime I would cry, they would, you know, they would make me feel bad and be like, nobody's here to listen to you. And you can't get the attention that you're looking for. Nobody's here. Um, And I'm crying because we're just arguing and I'm, you know, upset. And you're now making me feel bad for my feelings and telling me that, you know, I, I'm not getting attention, which there's nobody here. I get that. I don't, I'm not looking for attention. I'm physically <clears throat> crying because I'm, I'm upset about what's happening. And, um, you know, those are verbal abuse or that is verbal abuse and other things that happened, you know, them whispering in your ear, different things. Uh, I used to get told all the time that I was a whore and, um, I was a slut and things like that. And, they would whisper this in my ear because I was talking to their friends. Um, Their friends would be over all the time, all the time. And we'd be sitting on the couch and he'd be, I'd be having a conversation with one of his friends and he'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, you're such a little whore. And he would whisper this in my ear and um, calling me those names because I'm having a conversation with your friends because they're in my house and I'm allowed to speak. But at the time, you know, I didn't even think that having these little conversations with people that, you know, I I didn't think it was a big deal, but when he's constantly putting these little voices in my head and, and there are times now where I'll still go, you know, have conversations with men and I'll be like, Oh God, am I flirting? Am is my significant other, you know, is the person with that I'm with now thinking that I'm flirting with this person. I actually think that all the time. Um, and I'm not a flirtatious person. I'm a friendly person sometimes, but I also can be very standoffish. And I think that is because of the abuse that I experienced because I was in, you know, situations where I was made to feel bad for being nice. So I come off as a bitch most of the time. And, you know, I call it my resting bitch face, but um, that's not who I am. And a lot of people are just put off by the way I can seem. It comes from a lot of verbal, mental, and emotional abuse in that relationship. So um, again, verbal abuse can be many different forms. These are just ones that I experienced. And I think along with that is the emotional part of it. Again, I think emotional and verbal are, you know, it can be in many different ways. But emotionally, I was told, you know, you're such a princess and, oh, okay, we, you didn't get your way, princess, and things like that. And there's, you know, my relationship now, he'll call me a princess, but he'll mean it in like a nice, well, I guess a nice way, nicer way, <clears throat> being like, oh, yep, my little princess. Um, but in my previous relationship or one of my previous relationships, I was 
I, you know, was told I was a princess, but in like a condescending way. Um, so those are emotional things that, so like I actually get upset when my husband now tells me, um, or calls me a princess and it's not because he's doing it in a mean way. It's because of my previous triggers and my previous traumas with that word specifically. So I don't like it. I don't like to be called a princess. If you're going to call me something, call me a queen. (laughs) And I joke around like that all the time. Um, But those are emotional things that stick with you and they repeat in your, you know, current relationships. Another one, you know, that I think another one that goes along with that is the mental abuse, the mental words that someone says to you and or the verbal words that someone says to you that really hurt you mentally. And you have to deal with that in all relationships to come. Again, I think I've had all of these abuses in different forms in different um, relationships. I think even a jealousy in a way can be a way to show abuse, but it's a different type of abuse, I guess. Um, I had... My ex-fiance was a very jealous person, and he would be jealous to the point where he didn't want me going out and doing things and and stuff. And um, he would let me, but he would make me feel guilty for it. So I would be like, oh, I'm going to dinner with, you know, these friends. And he would be like, oh, really? Okay, again? But I just want you here with me. And he would almost make me feel bad. Um for doing that. And I think that is uh, a lot of mental and emotional abuse because now you're making me feel bad. So now I'm getting emotional about it. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry. So now I'm crying. And then I wouldn't even want to leave the house because now I'm crying because we're arguing about me going out and having fun with my friends and I'm I'm not doing anything wrong. Um, So those are just little forms. And Again, not physical. You're not putting your hands on me. I'm not, it's not sexual abuse. It's, it's just little forms of making someone feel bad and now going to bring up in my next experiences, not even relationships, but my experiences with friends and things like that, where I will get triggers because of things that happened in my relationships that brought me down and tore me down so much over and over that it makes you into this person, you're not. And then you have to discover yourself all over again. And I think a lot of people do that in all relationships that they go through. You're a certain person when you're in a, in a relationship. And when you get out of that relationship, you have to find yourself again. That goes along with having to deal with all of the abuse in all the different forms that you've gone through. And, you know, sometimes you just don't have any abuse in relationships, but I think that's um, a lot harder than or a lot less common where (laughs) you don't have any abuse. I think abuse is something that is so common nowadays and we don't even realize that we're doing it. You know, in my relationship now, I can think of just small handful of times where we were in arguments and you say something that is not something that you would say when you're not drinking or when you're not in the heat of the moment. So why say it at all? We need to be careful on how we're approaching situations and arguments and how we're approaching our feelings and expressing them to another person. You just have to be careful that you're not making it into any type of, you know, emotional, verbal, 
mental hard things that you have to deal with later and just be careful. Um, Obviously, everybody takes things differently. We can't walk on eggshells. And like I said, I in my relationship now, it's not it's not abuse at all close to what I have dealt with before. And it's really not what I consider to be abuse at all. Um, But when you look at it, it really in those moments, in those arguments, you can think of them that way. Um, so yeah, just be careful. And you you want to make sure that we're always there for other people that are going through this and struggling. And you never want to minimize anybody else's experience. Because there are times where <clears throat> people have asked me, um, oh, were you uh, sexually abused as a child? You know, having these spiritual talks with people and everything. I'll be like, um, no, I mean, I did have this family member who touched me inappropriately and, you know, but it wasn't really, and they're like, stop, stop minimizing that experience. You have to deal with it no matter how small it is and no matter how small you think it is or somebody else thinks it is, it was still something that affects you and you remember. So you just have to really think about, um, other people's struggles and what they went through. Be careful not to minimize other people's experiences in any form. If they think it was a form of abuse, then it's a form of abuse. It's a form of abuse to them. Um, You know, not all abuse comes with scars. And I really like to express that. I don't need scars of physical abuse or sexual abuse or anything like that to know that I have been in abusive relationships and abusive situations. Um, I don't need to prove to you pictures or, you know, of a black eye or anything like that, because that didn't happen to me. But I know that I have dealt with abuse in all different forms. And again, I believe 95% of people or more can say that they have too. So that's going to be the end of the episode. I just want you to know that you are not alone and abuse comes in many different forms and do not minimize your experience or anybody else's experience. If you believe that it was a type of abuse, then it was. And you need to, you know, deal with those emotions and um, work through them and overcome them because I know you can. I know I have and I don't hold it against anybody that, you know, did what they did to me. I don't, I've worked past them and I don't hold grudges or anything like that. I just work through it. And that's the only way that we can do it. So hope to have you guys come to the next episode. I'm not quite sure um, what it will be on. I think it will be on not minimizing yourself. Um, But we'll see. Sometimes I switch it up because something else comes up. So thanks for listening. And I hope you come back and join me next week. Bye.